Under the microscope on Metro FM Talk. It is exactly 8.45. This is Metro VM Talk. And under the microscope today, we focus on the 16 days of activism. And the big question is, where are we still failing? Uh, yes, it is still the 16 days of activism for no violence against women and children campaign. And it's something we do traditionally every single year. It's not limited only you know, to South Africa, uh, but internationally, there has been a rise in, in the violence against women and children. So this is an international problem. Uh, but, you know, the, the impact is, though, still very minimal um, and sometimes non-existence in, in, in some instances, even though we've had the campaign, you hear it on all forms of media. But the violence against women and children in this country, it still continues on a daily basis. And, and sometimes it becomes so discouraging when day after day you're reading stories and, and, and reading about women who have been murdered and and killed, whether by men that they knew or men that they did not know and children being killed. And it looks like these campaigns don't seem to be having the type of effect that we hope that they will have. You know, some argue that we are a country that is in need of some deep healing. Joining us now on the line is Professor Kopano Ratele. And and uh, Professor Kopano argues that we should go to the core root as well as the foundation of the society in order to come up with a solution and not just any solution, something beyond a talk shop, something that will really lead to sustainable change. And uh, the solution that Professor Kopano Ratele advocates for is perhaps we should start with fixing boys and fixing men in order to fix society. Professor, thank you for joining us this evening. Hello, Tom. Now, Can you uh, hear me? Uh, yes, we hear you. The line is, okay. is not too good, but uh, hopefully it will improve now. Uh, okay. Professor Kopanoratele is a research professor at the Institute for Social and Health Services in the College of Graduate Studies at UNISA. Now, Prof, your research focuses on boys. It focuses on men, on masculinities, as well as African psychology. Uh, talk to us about that. Well, UNISA did a piece, uh, basically it, it was a past piece about the kind of work we've been doing in the Institute for Health, uh, for Social and Health Sciences. Uh, over the last 20 years, I've been doing work on masculinities and, and boys, uh, men and boys, in relation to other men, to girls, to women. But basically, um, uh, the this is relevant to 16 days because I'm afraid... Um, and I should start here, that actually the, the impact, there has been some impact in the work we're doing in South Africa. One of the, the, the clearest one is that the awareness levels around gender-based violence and the, the terminology in South Africa is, is, is quite entrenched. I mean, when you compare to other countries, we have the language. So although it doesn't look like much, but there's been movement in that direction. A second thing from the studies we've been doing is this, and this is going to surprise read, uh, listeners, actually. So we did as part of our work uh, last year, we asked over 1,700 men and women who raised children about their, uh, whether they think that they are equal, men and women are equal, and whether men, you know, they themselves treat, if they're men, they treat women with, with respect, if they're women, they treat men with respect. The surprising finding, which is reported in this piece, is that 
over 80%, the majority of men in South Africa and women in South Africa say that they treat people with equality and with respect. Now, this is quite surprising because the relationship we know from studies is that gender inequality is related to gender-based violence. So what does this mean? It means that we have been successful in planting in society a discourse, a way of talking, a way of thinking about ourselves. So men and women in South Africa believe that they're equal. But in that same study, then, when you start digging into the domain of gender equality, you start to see that although people say this, when you ask them who takes care of children, who brings in the money in the family, whether boys should do chores as opposed to girls, or girls as opposed to chores, the percentage of people who agree with these statements come down to under 50%. So even though people say they believe in equality, they believe girls should do more chores in the family. And this is where our studies then, other studies come in and says, if you're going to let boys uh, get away with not doing care work in the family, you're setting up yourself up for failure. So you might be successful in telling people that they should believe in equality, but they don't practice equality. Mm, I, I think what you're talking about, Professor, it takes my mind to uh, the, the you know the the do as I say and not as I do uh, type of of quote where we we say what we perhaps hope we could be we we project an ideal, but when we go down to the analysis of our core belief systems, as you're saying, those core belief systems often then uh, bring to disrepute that which we have said because then they shine the truth on our ideal and, and therein seems to be the chasm and therein seems uh, to be the difference. But what do you attribute this to? I mean, is, is it a matter of how we have been raised and Africanized and perhaps a patriarchy in um, the African society? I'll give you a moment, uh, Professor, to answer that when we come back just after this break. It is exactly 8.51. This is Metro FM Talk. But let me invite you as well. Uh, give us a call on 89 how are you raising your boy child? Think about that. Get to ShopRite Liquor Shop for Christmas low prices. Buy a 12-pack of Heineken Premium Lager 440ml beer cans for only $149.99. Hurry, this deal is valid until 8 December 2019. Only at ShopRite Liquor Shop. Not for persons under 18. Drink responsibly. What's not to love about a league where anything can happen? Whenever Black Leopards meet Amazon, it's non-stop drama, minute after minute, every minute for 90 minutes. Eo, all of that drama mixed with world-class commentary, sensational flair, atmosphere, goals, and unrivaled passion will be on display this weekend. Catch Black Leopards tussle it out with Amazon in your language of choice at 3 p.m. this Saturday, live on SABC One and SABC Radio Stations. We love it here. Brought to you by SABC Sport. Under the microscope on Metro FM Talk. 
It is exactly 8.52. We are in conversation with Professor Kopano Ratele talking about where it is that we are failing. Now, Professor, just before the break, we spoke about the differences between what we say and what we really uh, believe. And I was asking, could this really, specifically in in our case as Africans, be attributed to the, the patriarchal structures that we are raised in? Patriarchy is a global phenomenon. I mean, it's a, we, sh- we should always be careful about that. Um, you find the, the similar kinds of numbers in Asia, in China, in Afghanistan. Saudi Arabia has its own deeply entrenched patriarchy. So, yes, there is patriarchy uh, in South Africa, across Africa. But we are unique in other ways, that the kinds of inequality we see and that is entrenched, patriarchal inequalities entrenched in society, map onto other forms of inequality and, of course, to brutal history. And these are important things to take into consideration. But here's, a, I guess, part of what you are asking me. Um, is yes, we, we do tend, we still tend to do this. And we have tend, we've done this for, for, for eons. We, we raise boys and girls differently. And this is quite critical. So at a particular moment in history, the way... African people, but also other people in other countries, raised boys, was okay. You said, you grow up, you go to work, you earn some money, you take care of the family. This was all right as far as the world was structured in such a way that men would take care of families. But we live in a society in a time where 29%, close to 30% of South Africans are not employed. And when you have told men that they have to take care of the family and they cannot do that because they're unemployed. And we're doing other kind of studies. I made a, a side, I, I should make a side note here. Me you know, and, and Dr. Malena at the University of Cape Town, we're studying men who sit in the side of the road who are precariously employed, so this day laborers. So these men then stay away from their families, trying to, to make a living, and they can't. And so right there, you already have a, a the entrance of shame in this man's life. So you brought these boys to, to do one thing, to take care of the family, and they can't take care of that. And one of the ways to assert masculinity then is to take out the shame onto women and to other men. So at the beginning, then you have to start to restart teaching boys other things, that this is not the only thing you can do in the world, that you have to take care of the family, particularly in an age where we in this country have been really successful, and we should really keep doing that. We have uh, empowered girls. But you can't empower girls in one moment and not do something equivalent for boys about teaching them you know, pro-feminist attitudes to be kind, to care, to nurture, to take care of families, just in case that they are not employed, but they do this other work. There's something quite uh, profound that you've said, uh, Professor. Um, in, in your work, you've said that um, you, you've worked specifically with black boys and black men to reset their masculinities with black women, with black girls, as well as with other boys and men for healthier identities, healthier relations, you say, and productive lives in society. Uh, what do you mean by this and, and what type of work is it that you, you speak of? As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to meet the group on Saturday, the south of Johannesburg in, in Flagfontein. You might remember this was in the news a few years back. Um, so what we do is spend time with these men in, in squatter camps, in informal settlements, but also in townships, in, in suburbs. We a constant work trying to do these basic lessons with their, with their boys, the men themselves. And things as, as quite simple but quite profound about, well, tell us about 
care. We ask them, what is care? The first thing, man, when you ask them about about care, on the way to talking about caring masculinity, they will tell you, of course I take care. I take care of my family. I try to take care, but, you know, I've already spoken about, about that. But we said, so tell about how that care looks like. How does it, what do you do to care for others? And somehow men have difficulty switching from care as an economic provision, as economic care, to the other kinds of care we're talking about, emotional care, nurturing, and simple things that you might take for granted, but I, you know, I take for granted, you know, presents and changing nappies and, and making food uh, for your children so that you teach boys, you, you model this. So we do this constantly. And one of the things we did in the last year was, was self-care. So we asked men, what do you do when you are stressed, for instance? The big thing in our country, mental health. And slowly, over time, we started to draw out the things that they should do to calm themselves down, like walking, walking a dog, walking up the mountain, taking time out. And these simple things that sometimes women tend to learn because they tend to interact much more verbally in communication with other women. And men, we don't... We don't Mm, are you still with us, Professor? Professor Ratele? Looks like we are having a bit of a problem with that particular line, but we certainly will try and get um, the professor back at least for his last, uh, you know, his last comments uh, before we, we end the show today. But very interesting. And as he's speaking, I'm thinking about the re-engineering and the re-education that actually needs to take place in, in the minds of men to even start looking at things like self-care and valuing self-care. Uh, you, you do know that a lot of us have been raised and, and perhaps there are still some boys that are being raised and, and told that you know they mustn't be sissies, they mustn't be soft, etc. And 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 some sort of you know derogatory words that may be used for them when they do start practicing that self care of being aware of their psychological and emotional state and trying to find um, that that rebalance. And that's exactly what Professor Kopano Ratele is talking about. But the big question tonight is: you as a parent, how are you raising your boy child? All of this really goes back to the home, over and above what a child. Uh, whether it's a boy or a girl, may learn at school, the primary point of education is always in the house, in the home. We've got the professor back with us on the line. Apologies for that, professor. We lost you there uh, for a, a moment. But as we round up our discussion uh, today, I mean, I understand that you, alongside your research team, you've introduced a public awareness and parenting skills project, uh, which is conducted in different parts of the country. In one minute, tell us about that, please. Well, we have this on the website of the Sarabkin Medical Research Council. It's a booklet. A part of it are these booklets. Uh, we, we give skills and knowledge to parents and to children. And one of the things we have brought out is a booklet. But also we brought, bring out animation videos that will be coming out in the next few months that can be used in kindergarten, in schools, to teach kids about consent, about bodies, about gender equality, and about nonviolence. And that's exactly the type of education that we need. Thank you so much, um, Professor, for your time today. And, and also just looking at the title of your book, The World Looks Like This From Here, Thoughts on African Psychology Looks Like a Riveting Read. Um, hopefully we can chat about that the next time we have an opportunity. But thank, thank you so you much for your time. Bye-bye.
Thank you. That's a Professor Kopano Ratele, the research professor at the Institute for Social and Health Sciences in the College of Graduate Studies at UNISA. And that's how we come to the end of our time together this evening. It really has been a fabulous one. Great topics that we've managed to dissect. And we will do this again tomorrow. Uh, make sure to join us then. It is exactly nine o'clock. I'm Tamin Gubeni signing out and making way for Sintle, who will be keeping you company uh, for a good part of tonight. Good night.